Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Real people in the real world are worried about every single day. 55KRC, the talk station. 606 at 55KRC, the talk station. Happy Friday Eve. Brian Thomas right here. Joe Strecker, executive producer in there. Got the phones working, we think. Before I dive into other articles and just kind of warn my wife that she she may add another company to her boycott list. We'll get to that momentarily, but let us try. Bear with us. Let's see if Bobby can get through. Bobby, welcome to the program. Thanks for trying. Hey, good morning, there everybody. It, is. it works. Yay. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know if you're listening, Bobby, but we the phones have been out of commission the entire 5 o'clock hour. Joe was just able to successfully get them turned back on. So congratulations for getting through and letting, allowing me to exhale a little bit for the balance of the show. Go ahead, Bobby. Well, my friend, it hasn't been that long ago when I had to carry around a roll of uh, dimes to make phone calls. So uh, yeah. I feel fairly fortunate. Yeah, yeah, I, rem- I actually remember those days as well. Well, the only thing is I'd like to mention today is I think today will be a pivotal point in our nation after uh, Joe Biden gives his speech tonight about uh, all the deplorables in the state of Ohio. And uh, since he's coming to Ohio next week, I think every patriot ought to welcome him. That's probably a pretty good idea, Bobby. Do you know where he's going to be speaking in Ohio? Yes. Where? Uh, I think it's Jefferson County where he'll be up there where they're building the new battery plant. Ah, the battery plant. Yeah. So we can participate. Every patriot in the state of Ohio needs to welcome the man. Yeah, I think that you know, nothing wrong with showing your patriotism and showing up to hear the president of the United States do a speech, which is basically politics. You know, it's it's been suggested that, you know, he, he doing national addresses related to the state of the economy or world affairs, wars, things like that. That's fine. But basically what he's doing is using the mainstream media as a campaign vehicle. Um, to get out a political message and solely a political message in advance of the November election. These are what should be paid advertisements. So just a little aside uh, in it, while he c- c- calls pretty much half of America semi-fascists. And I wish, I mean, everybody should look up the definition of socialism and the definition of fascism. And then you tell me who's the fascist. You know, we all get to independently control the means of production, but when the government tells us how and under what circumstances we use the means of production, means business and our day-to-day lives, then you have a fascist in charge. And who is telling us more and more about how we can live our lives, what we can and cannot do? Right. Democrats. It was a great conversation yesterday uh, on that very subject uh, with, uh, with, with Paul Manafort. He's got a book out, Political Prisoner. said, if you want to know what the left is up to, just pay attention to what they're accusing the other side of doing, and there is the answer to your uh, question. So, Kroger Company, thanks to Breitbart. Talk to Breitbart every Tuesday here on the 55 KRC Morning Show. I just saw this article this morning, and although this, this guide, this allyship guide intended for employees of Kroger Company published last year, 
telling employees to use a so-called inclusive land language and to celebrate transgender holidays and support organizations that, well, include bailing people out of prison. This is your Kroger company, Allyship Guide. Split into four different sections titled LGBTQ+, Asian American Pacific Islander, African American, and Hispanic Heritage. Not quite sure they have all the nationalities represented in there, but this is Kroger's decision, not mine. Guide says that allies should, quote, lead by example and prove to be fierce advocates, close quote, defining the term as an advocate, anyone who publicly declares support for and advocates on behalf of LGBT rights. There was no plus on that one, that little statement, although the section relating to it does say LGBTQ+, which they went on to define because no one really can keep track of this because it's a moving target. According to the guide, some people's morality can be a barrier to accepting LGBTQ plus people. Went on to say, though, the company cannot decide an individual's values for them. Quote, a company has values that they expect the employees to follow. So toe the line while you're working, I guess. They give you a vocabulary list. They thankfully gave you definitions. So in the confusing world we find ourselves in discussing these matters, at least they were kind enough to explain what non-binary, what intersex means, what queer means, what pansexual means, what cisgender means, what bisexual, gay, etc. So you have all of your definitions. Don't be confused. Pansexual, for example, someone who is physically or emotionally attracted to all genders. Language to avoid. Specifically, boyfriend slash girlfriend. Husband slash wife. Guy tells employees to avoid if you don't know the gender of the partner or sp- the, of the partner slash spouse. <laughs> so you meet someone at Kroger you don't know, um, and let's say they have a wedding ring on, you can't and you, you can't presume the gender of their spouse. So don't do that. I guess it would be like a microaggression or something. Abstain from asking transgender people, quote, any pre-transition questions such as asking for old pictures or inquiring about the person's old name. Language to avoid includes friend or, quote, roommate, close quote, referring to a romantic partner. Choice, preference of life, preference or lifestyle in reference to someone's sexual orientation. Avoid language, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. Avoid if you don't know the gender of the partner, spouse, and asking a transgender person any pre-transition questions. Again, like pictures. Refrain from referring to customers with language like, oh, sir or ma'am, which, you know, traditionally was a a showing of respect. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. As a matter of fact, if I didn't do that with my parents growing up, uh, I heard about it. Argue that gender and sex were distinct before going into discuss those who identify as non-binary, i.e. a person who does not identify exclusively as a man or woman. Quote, non-binary people may identify as being both man, a man and a woman, somewhere in between or as falling completely outside of these categories. Gender fluid, gender queer, and NB. Joe, will you look that one up for me? I didn't have a chance to look up E-N-B-Y. What is that? It's under the category other gender expansive terms. See, here's a new one for me. Again, I this is a moving target. I run into articles like this all the time, and that one's brand new for me. And this was a an employee guide from Kroger that was released last year. 
One side, importance of pronouns. Admonishes employees saying, quote, it is a privilege to not have to worry about which pronouns someone is going to use for you based on how they perceive your gender. If you have this privilege yet fail to respect someone else's gender identity, it is not only disrespectful and hurtful, but also oppressive. You're wandering around completely clueless as to what pronouns somebody uses. You've never met them or run into them before, and you accidentally, it's, well, she looks like a girl. Well, you dare call me a woman. That's offensive. No, you know what? You're being overly sensitive because I don't know you, and I can't be presumed to know what your damn pronoun is. Please, give me a break here. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just wandering through the wilderness along with everybody else trying to keep up. When someone is referred to with the wrong pronoun, it can make them feel disrespected, invalidated, dismissed, alienated, or dysphoric. Well, maybe they're overreacting. If you do it with an evil intent, if you're intentionally trying to hurt someone's feelings, I guess that may fall into a different category. But it's a big company. You might interact with hundreds of people during the day. Depending on what position you're in, you're supposed to memorize all this? Is everybody going to walk around with a name tag identifying their specific pronouns and their sexuality? And should we even know or care about what someone does on the weekend behind closed doors or during the week behind closed doors? As far as I'm concerned, as long as it's behind closed doors, otherwise you're going to end up in the stack of stupid and I'll be reading about you like the couple that was having sex at the baseball game the other day. Yeah, it's broadcast live on television. And they also celebrate with notable awareness dates. Again, this is from Kroger. International Transgender Day of Visibility. That's March 3rd. International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. That's March, May 7th. Pansexual Visibility Day, May 24th. Pride Month, the entire month of June. International Non-Binary People's Day, July 14th. Bisexual Awareness Day. It just says September, even though it says Bisexual Awareness Day. National Coming Out Day, also a full month, October. Spirit Day, which is described as anti-bullying. That's the third Thursday in October. Transparent Day, first Sunday in November. Transgender Awareness Week, second week in November. Transgender Day of Remembrance, November 20th. And causes that they, under this allyship guide, Actions you can take right now. Organizations and advocacy groups. Again, Kroger recommending, I guess, supporting these. Uh, My Brothers Keeper Alliance, National Urban League, National Action Network, Grassroots Law Project, NAACP Legal Defense, and Education Fund, ACLU, Race Forward, Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights Under Law, National Coalition on Black Civic Participation, The Bail Project, which is the, um, well, the one that bails out criminals, including violent criminals. I know you've read a lot of stories about people that are getting out on no bond or very low bond and go out and commit horrific crimes in spite of the fact they have a record as long as, uh, well, a Michener novel. Color for Change, Equal Justice Initiative, and Campaign Zero. Those are the, um, well, the awareness groups that they recommend, I guess, you participate with or otherwise support by virtue of the fact that it's in this employee guide from Kroger. 617-55-KRC, the talk station. Baseball, too, has also been... Uh, 622-55-KRC, the talk station. Happy Friday Eve. 
749-5500-800-823 talk on 550 on your AT&T phones. Yep. I knew that would be my wife's reaction. Boy, five texts in a row on that Kroger thing. I guess Meyer is where we're going to be going from now on. See, it's your money being used, perhaps for causes that you don't approve or uh, endorse, or for things like forcing people to abide by weirdness. You know, uh, I, I you know I'm sorry, I'm old school. I you know DSM four as opposed to DSM five. Although I think DSM five still might characterize some of this behavior as thinking you're like multiple people inside one body, as perhaps struggling with some psychological problems. Maybe you're in need of some counseling more than like enabling by the rest of the population just to just agree that you are they inside one person. It's a bastardization of the English language on top of it. But crazy times we live in. And then it's one thing if you're athletes, when you're attending a professional sports game, want to go ahead and take a knee during the national anthem in protest of whatever they happen to be protesting. That is an action, but it is not an action that is necessarily supported by your money. Your dollars paying for the ticket, while puts you in front of that type of display, does not go out into the world and support those that might approve of taking a knee during the national anthem, unlike this, which is, you know, the Kroger thing where you are paying money for groceries and then they're out in support of all these somewhat questionable organizations, including the bail fund or the bail project. But flip over to baseball. Again, Breitbart, National Review, although National Review did the initial reporting, it just re-reported in Breitbart. National Review reviewed uh, the causes and organizations that Major League Baseball teams are giving millions of dollars to in donations. So your tickets translated into how they use the money. Yes, the baseball players are paid, you know, health insurance, covering the cost of the stadium, and handing out money to organizations. And the National Review found that many of these uh, baseball teams, 20 of them in total, support organizations that fund sex change surgery, hormone treatments, and other dangerous procedures for so-called transitioning teens and preteens. National Review found almost every team in the league, quote, promote or fund groups that encourage or provide sex change procedures and gender transition hormones treatments for minors as young as 12. Other organizations promote, quote, unquote, social transitions, i.e. non-medical changes in gender expression, including the adoption of new names, pronouns, and clothing for children as young as three. Detroit Tigers, for instance, supports the Ruth Ellis Center and Corktown Health in Detroit, both of which perform medical gender transitions on minors, according to the reporting in the, in the National Review. Report found five teams promoted groups that pushed dangerous surgeries on trans kids. Detroit Tigers, Boston Red Sox, Milwaukee Brewers, Tampa Bay Rays, and the Cleveland Guardians. Four teams partnered with organizations providing counseling and referral for youths such as for such medical procedures. L.A. Dodgers, Pittsburgh Pirates, San Diego Padres, and the Oakland A's. You know it's coming, folks. Another five teams promote groups that offer guides and promotion of the transgender lifestyle, including, here it is, the Cincinnati Reds, Houston Astros, Arizona Diamondbacks, Philadelphia Phillies, and the Colorado Rockies. And then finally, six teams support groups that have lobbyists for the trans cause and otherwise advocate for the transgender lifestyle, Chicago Cubs, White Sox, Los Angeles uh, uh, Angels, Minnesota Twins, St. Louis Cardinals, and Washington Nationals. So, when you're buying a ticket, you're supporting these organizations. Now, you may find that to be the right and appropriate thing to do. That is your choice entirely. I'm just giving you the information so you can make an informed decision on 
where you buy groceries, and also which sporting events you want to support. 626-55 Care CD Talk Station. You know, decisions have come Thursday to you. Friday Eve. Since I'm off tomorrow, we're doing it early, and God bless uh, Tech Friday's Dave Hatter and Interest IT, which you can find online at IntrustIT.com for doing the show early because it's one of my favorite segments of the week. Scary, frightening, as Orwellian as it is, it's very informative. And, Dave, I really appreciate you doing this a day in advance, as I do appreciate you doing it every week. Welcome back, my friend. Always my pleasure, Brian. Happy to be here, and we got got a couple interesting things today for sure. Yes, we do. Real quick here, though, because I promised I'd look it up. I got confused. I'm not gender confused, but I got confused because, and I'm not. I want to drag you this. You don't need to comment, Dave. This is nothing to do with you. But I was reading the Kroger employee manual that was posted on Breitbart. NB. You ever heard of ENBY? I have not. Neither had I. It was in the employee manual about, you know, what people identify as from a gender fluidity standpoint or something. So people know Envy. It's brand new as far as I'm concerned. Neither male nor female, somewhere in between male or female, genderless or gender fluid, or not part or beyond the gender binary. Is that clear it up for you? No, it doesn't. Listeners, I know you're as confused as I am. Moving on to Tech Friday, beginning with why we need to be ready for cyber attacks. Dave? Well, Brian, this is, you know... We talk about this every week, and I, there was a couple headlines I caught while I was waiting here, and I just thought this is a good uh, good setup for why you need to think about this, not only as an organization and an and or owner or employee at an organization, but for you as an individual. So this is a headline from Bloomberg. South Korean cybersecurity experts play cat and mouse with the Norse hackers. And then it goes on to say, North Korea has about 6,000 hackers, essentially professional hackers, spreading malware from both inside and outside North Korea. Now, these, again, these aren't just people in their mom's basement fooling around to see if they can steal your money. These are professionals, essentially government-sponsored hackers, 6,000 of them. And how they know that, I don't know. My guess is the number may be a lot higher than that. I do know, and we've talked about it before, that North Korea has often used cyber attacks, ransomware, et cetera, um, to raise money to fund the regime. So think about that for a second. 6,000 professional people who are getting paid to, to launch these kind of attacks around the world. And then I thought this was kind of an interesting uh, headline too. And I don't know, maybe some of your listeners have caught this. Montenegro has been under a massive cyber attack on their infrastructure. Um, they've pointed the finger at Russia uh, apparently, at one time, they were a Russian ally, but they joined NATO back in 2017, and Russia wasn't too happy about that. And then they've also sort of come out against Russia on the Ukraine thing, and uh, they have been under massive attack. Apparently, the FBI sent a team over there to help them. But we've talked about impact on infrastructure, the grid, that kind of thing before. And I know people think, well, I should say many people think this all sounds crazy. It could never happen here, that sort of thing. But I just want to point out that we have adversaries all around the world with professional teams of military-grade hackers launching these things. And, oh. you know, to think that it can't or won't ever happen here, I think, is, is well, you know. I mean, we've talked about this before, and there have been reports of it. There are, you know, thousands and thousands of efforts to hack into our, you know, highly secure, you know, grid information or government installations or institutions, things like that, every single day. It's like a 24-7 proposition. It really is. And then, so the original thing you mentioned that kind of as the segue for this segment was um, the World Economic Forum did a big thing on cybersecurity. And the statistics they put out were that ransomware attacks rose 151% in 2021. On average, 270 cyber attacks per organization that year, 
with each successful breach costing 3.6 million. Now they're talking about large companies with that kind of bill. But I mean, even as a medium or small company, you can rack up an enormous bill, not just in the ransom, but in the recovery cost to get your business back online and functionally. Oh, huge money. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, just by the time you get attorneys and insurance companies involved and so forth, and I'd also point out sort of in alignment with this overarching story that, you know, you got to take these things seriously and these attacks are increasing in frequency and impact is that it's not only getting harder to get cyber insurance, the premiums have exploded. I can tell you firsthand um, the premiums that we, we have doubled for us. Um, we see this with customers if they can even get it. Now insurance companies have these very elaborate questionnaires they want you to fill out. And obviously, if you knowingly lie on them, they're not going to pay on a claim. But then, you know, I, there was a story this past week. Lloyd's of London just came out and said that, you know, they basically will not cover anything that fits into the cyber war category. Again, you got 6,000 hackers in North Korea. You got Russia, you've got China, you know, these people who've built these very sophisticated teams of hackers. And if they can attribute an attack on your business to one of these uh, uh, nation state actors, they're not going to pay. So a lot of I've heard people say, well, yeah, I don't really worry about all that. I'm not going to invest money in security because, you know, I'm too small. It'll never happen to me. And or, well, I have cyber insurance. You know, if I get hit, they'll pay for it. Well, Maybe not. Maybe not. So you want to sit down with um, your insurance agent, uh, business or or what or otherwise, and and talk to them about adequate coverage for this. Legal fees and 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 re- rehab fees alone are really is I think where the real money is. You might have to pay a ransom, yep. but man, if you're going to lose everything, is that and that's possible. You've talked about that. Complete deletion of your entire system's data, all your customer information, all your billing records, everything gone into the ether forever. Uh, that's a huge, huge, huge cost. Yeah, it, it might. Well, it might be an existential event. You may not be able to recover. Well, but yeah. to your point, if you can, um, it's not going to be cheap uh, above and beyond the ransom, right? The ransom might be the least of your problems. Indeed. Well, so, yeah. Okay. No, I was just going to say, we've got to pause for a moment and we're going to find out what crypto Woodstock is. <laughs> Hang on. First of all, I just want to speak on behalf of Axie. Split to the 75 ramps. Chuck Ingram on 55KRC, the talk station. 641, 55KRC, the talk station. Happy Thursday. Special edition of Interest IT's Tech Friday with Dave Hatter, Tech Thursday. Thanks to Interest IT for sponsoring the segment. And speaking of uh, business and computer-related issues and needs, you need Interest IT. So find them online at interestit.com, where Dave and his crew will help you out and maybe avoid a lot of the problems we talk about. What the hell's crypto Woodstock, Dave? Well, you know, Brian, I missed, that's a I really missed all the Woodstocks. I missed this one too, I um, think. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, missed them all as well. And uh, the, the best way I could describe this is a bunch of folks who are into crypto, uh, cryptocurrencies, blockchain, NFTs. You may remember the whole NFT craze there for a while where digital art and people were paying insane amounts of money to be able to say they had like, you know, the original digital art, which never fully made sense to me because while, you know, you could certainly stupid. Yeah. Put a digital watermark on something (laughs) in such a way that you could prove that you have the original. uh, I could just, you know, copy it. PT Vardom, baby. PT Vardom is a sucker for it every minute. 
Um, so basically, this was sort of a, a festival, if you will, in the woods. Of course, it was in California. And uh, people in the, the blockchain kind of world, and you know, when people talk about this stuff, blockchain is a legitimate technology. It's, it's basically a distributed database that allows you to make entries in a ledger and you know transfer money that's where the crypto piece comes in track real estate there's all there's all kinds of legitimate ways and uses for it but you know what has mostly gotten the headlines of course is the the cryptocurrency piece because you know it's been all over the map in terms of the value of various um tokens like bitcoin or ethereum or whatever uh, you know, it was down, then it was up, then it was down, and then it was up, and you know, now it's down, or at least down from the highs at this point. Um, but you know, some of this technology, I think, will increasingly impact the way people do business. But this this whole crypto Woodstock thing, from from what I understand of it, uh, I would describe as probably a bunch of nerds and sort of semi anarchists getting together to have a festival and festival type stuff and occasionally talk about crypto so <laughs> they're, know, it, they're, they're like furries yeah or burning man or something i mean okay. you know from from what little bit of it with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details two-thirds of americans are at risk to experience a blackout are you ready to protect your family well you could be with the patriot power solar generator 2000x This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's four patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. I'm familiar with Web 3.0. That's another hot topic now. You know, as technology has advanced and what's possible over the web um, has improved, increased, people are doing more things. You know, there's this whole idea that we've moved into sort of a new realm of technology, and blockchain is part of that. So, you know, they're they're talking about some of this nerd stuff, but I, I get the impression that it was mostly just a bunch of people hanging out in the woods doing nerd stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't really sure. see a whole lot coming of it, to be sure perfectly there were, honest. There were drugs involved, most assuredly. Uh, apparently, you could go to a soundscape and have mushroom tea. So I, I'd say that's that's right on the money. Shocking I'm sure there's... no one. As you're talking about this, yeah. I'm like, okay, it's a bunch of urban hipster types that are into tech things, and they're just going to get together and use it as an excuse to get inebriated. I doubt the tea was made out of portobellos. I doubt so, that as well. You know. So, yeah, it, uh, it sounds kind of wacky, and again, I don't. 
I don't really see anything that's come of it uh, at this point. I, no great revelations, no you know companies launched or anything like that that I've been able to uh, well, put my finger on so far. Well, Burning Man so, started out on a beach in San Francisco, and look how big it's gotten. So give it time. <laughs> This, this might Maybe be the next thing. All there. I was at the original Crypto Woodstock. You know, they'll have a T-shirt yeah. for that one, and they'll sell it to them for $900 because it's the original Crypto Woodstock T-shirt. And it'll be on the blockchain. They'll buy it with, <laughs> with uh, Ethereum. There you go. Exactly. Maybe maybe we can make plans to go next year, Brian, and report live. Yeah. Crypto Woodstock too. Yeah, I'll 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 file that in my <laughs> circular file of ideas. Dave Hatter, hang on, because we have screen sharing scams to talk about. Talk station. It is 649, fast approaching 650 here at 55 Care City Talk Station. Going to hear from John Barrett of uh, Western and Southern at the about the fireworks. He'll be on at 740. In the meantime, Tech Friday's Dave Hatter's on talking about things tech. And this one sounds frightening, the screen sharing scam. Dave? Yeah, Brian, I think this is so important for people to understand. And, you know, social engineering, we've talked about it a million times, just so people understand what it means when they hear that phrase, is, you know, hackers will use various techniques, some technological, some, you know, uh, just old school persuasion to try to convince you to do whatever it is they want you to do, uh, which ultimately leads, in most cases, to them stealing your money somehow, Right. Uh, so, you know, whether it's an email phishing attempt or a text-based phishing attempt or a phone call or whatever, you know, they'll try to social engineer you and use things like spoofing with fake phone numbers and emails to, to get your to get your information, uh, which leads to your money or get your money straight out. So this report is that they are using sites. And again, these folks are very crafty and there's often many layers to the attack. You know, there's something called search engine poisoning where I can go in and set up a fake website, you know, a spoofed website, um, either spend money or use techniques to make that site show up near the top of a search engine. Bad guys know that most people will click on the first thing they see when they search, right? They go to Google. Again, don't use Google. Use DuckDuckGo or something else, but use the search engine to search. You get results. Most people will click on the first or second result, right? Yeah. If that first or second result leads you to a spoofed site, right, it looks legit to you. You don't even know this search engine poisoning is a thing. And let's say there's some great cryptocurrency deal on there or some whatever. It, it You know, this particular story that started this conversation is around crypto, but this could be anything they're trying to, quote, sell you. So you go down the rabbit hole. You believe you're reading something legitimate. Let's say maybe you fill out a form or whatever. Next thing you know, you're getting a call from someone that claims to be from that company because, you know, you think you're dealing with a legitimate company and they, uh, you know, oh, well, I can help you buy cryptocurrency. Again, this could be anything. I can help you, you know, invest in life insurance, whatever, right? That's, that's why I keep pointing out it's not just cryptocurrency. This could be anything, but they've gone with scams around crypto because it's popular. And, you know, at one time people were theoretically making a lot of money. Um, they're going to help you. Next thing you know, they say, oh, well, um, just let me uh, take over your screen, right? Download this software. Never download any software from any person you're talking to online that is not, you know, that you can't verify as a legitimate organization, right? Yeah. If you're working with a company like Intrust for IT support, you know 
that Intrust is your IT support company. You call Intrust, you ask for help. We tell you to download something, that's one thing. What I'm saying is when, when someone else has initiated a conversation with you, right, a company, a person you're, you can't verify is legit, and they ask you to download software and or take over control of your computer, danger, Will Robinson. When, yeah. Once they get that software on there, the software itself could be malicious. Um, you probably won't know how to get rid of it, so it's theoretically there forever. And once they have control of your device, they literally can do anything. They can you know, basically be establish a persistent foothold, get in there anytime they want, uh, lurk around, collect all of your information, which ultimately leads to, well, I can now log into your bank account and steal all your money. You know, as, as part of this story warning about this, now they, they're talking about people hit by these kinds of attacks in England, but basically one woman lost $48,000 or 48,000 pounds, whatever that translates into in dollars, in a short period of time because she was going to buy cryptocurrency. They said they would help her. They asked her to download the screen sharing software. They got in got the information to log into her bank account, uh, they stole money out of her pension. And, you know, once this happens, especially if you don't realize it almost immediately, you're not going to get that money back. It's gone. It's the 6,000 North Korean hackers that we talked about earlier. Right. You know, kind of thing. Once that money goes to North Korea or Russia or China, you're not getting it back. So I really just cannot stress enough. Well, never, ever, ever let someone that has contacted you take control of your computer for any reason. Any reason. Now, in terms of fixing the problem, I, I guess under those circumstances, you'd have to get a new bank account number, right, uh, in, in order to prevent further abuse of your, your your bank account information. But can you undo the malicious software by going back in your history and, you know, reloading an older prior to the day you got this interaction uh, to get rid of that? You know what I'm That's saying? That's a really good question, Brian. And my answer is it would really depend on how sophisticated yeah. whatever they had you download was. I because in many cases, that. you know, it could be like some kind of root kit that kind of goes in under the operating system and traditional yeah. antivirus endpoint protection type software wouldn't even be able to catch it. So, you know, you could certainly, with the right expertise, sort of burn that computer down and rebuild it from scratch software-wise and get rid of it. But you you would want some expert help with something like that. Now, in many cases, they're just using common tools like Microsoft Teams or Zoom or something like that, right? It's not right. necessarily malware because you don't really need malware to do it. No. But I just want to warn people that, you know, it could go deeper than that. And, you know, once they've put whatever it is on your computer, it may be very difficult to get rid of and it may allow them to come back in at will until you do get rid of it or get a different device. So, yeah, it's it can be extremely extremely damaging to you just don't do it if someone is calling you claiming they want to help you like that again unless you are absolutely certain the organization is legitimate and you know that and can verify it yourself do not do not let them have access to your computer remotely fair enough and don't use google <laughs> Yeah, don't use Google. There you, there you go. go. You always usually end on that. We get a caller every Monday that don't vote Democrat. So we're always going to end Tech Thursday or Friday with don't use Google. Tech Friday, Dave Hatter, thank you so much for doing it a day early. I appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful holiday weekend. Best of health to you and your family. And thanks again to your company, Interest IT, for sponsoring the segment. My pleasure, Brian. As always, thanks for having me. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. 
Me too, brother. Take care. 656, 55-care CD talk station. Stick around. We'll take phone calls after top of the hour news. Got more to talk about. Plus, we'll get a word or two from John Barrett, Western and Southern, about the weekend festivities. That's coming up at 740. I'll be right back after the news. The latest news, traffic, and weather is minutes away. It's 7.06. And a very happy Thursday, Friday Eve. Uh, definitely Friday Eve for me, uh, since I'm taking uh, tomorrow and Monday off. Kevin Gordon's going to fill in tomorrow. Dan Carroll's got the show covered on, on Monday. Thanks to both Kevin and Dan. I know Kevin's excited about it. He saw his Facebook post, so tune in for that tomorrow. And again, thanks to those covering for me. Thanks to Joe Strecker for lining up the guests on the show. Coming up in about 40 minutes, John Barrett, Western Southern. He's got like, he wears every hat at Western Southern. Just call him Grand Poobah. Anyway, got big events coming up this weekend. Of course, uh, the fireworks weekend and Western and Southern being a big sponsor of it for the last decade. He'll be on to do a little promotion for the event. So if you don't have anything to do over the weekend, you do actually have a bunch of things going on over the weekend. Um, the Warbirds thing's going on this weekend as well down at Lunkin Airport. So head on over to that as well. Jay Ratliff, I heard media aviation expert, returns to the program at 830. Talk about a woman being kicked off a Jetstar aircraft. And the crowd goes wild. Southern uh, Southwest captain telling his um, uh, calling out his passengers for using airdrop to send nude pictures. Okay, looking forward to the details on that one with Jay Ratliff. Should be comical, plus hub delays as always. And your phone calls, as always, are welcome. Had a little problem with the phones this morning, but that's been resolved. If you'd like to make a comment, feel free. 749-5500, 800-823-TALK, or pound 550 on your AT&T phone. Thank you to Stuart, uh, who forwarded me the full Kroger allyship guide in PDF form. Talked about that in the last hour, I guess. As I expected, upon bringing that information to my wife's attention, I guess we're going to be Meyer shoppers from now on. Yeah, they've embraced this whole LGBT trans fluidity and, uh, you know, language to avoid. I don't even use the word friend or roommate. Uh, I just and, and all the gender pronouns. Uh, the guide says specifically, while many non-binary people also identify as transgender, not all do. Other gender expansive terms include, and this is from the uh, PDF, Gender fluid, gender queer, NB, which I had to look up, and many more, it says. So we're supposed to keep track of all of those. And then you have to use all the proper pronouns. They, them, theirs, which if you're talking to a single person, as I point out before, um, then you're just enabling someone who used to be considered in need of psychological counseling. If you think you're more than one person inside there, you know, like Three Faces of Eve or Sybil, um, counseling. But this is the reverse of that. This is enabling someone to go through life, I guess, helping them believe that there are multiple people in there. The Z, her, her, both her, H-I-R, and H-I-R are spelled the same, oddly enough. And how do you distinguish H-I-R, pronounce her, from H-E-R, which is, of course, her? No, I was saying H-I-R, not H-E-R. You can't accuse me of not honoring gender pronouns. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. It says here when someone is referred to with the wrong pronoun, it can make them feel disrespected, invalidated, dismissed, alienated, or dysphoric. Well, Honestly, I have to default back to sticks and stones may break my nose, my, my, my bones, but names will ever hurt me. How, you know, can I be uh, politically incorrect and say man up? <laughs> if, if you were walking down the street, you ran into me and you called me she, I would laugh. <laughs> like, seriously? I mean, I may not be the model man insofar as what you believe the model man to look like, but, you know, I'm a guy. I can prove it to you. But I'm not going to react and, 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 and cower and ball up in a fetal position because you got it wrong. Anyway, uh, again, looks like we'll be shopping at Meyer from now on. That's going to hit them financially really hard. My one family, my wife pointed out to me how much money we spend at Kroger every week and on a month-to-month basis. That's a, a lot of money. That's a whole lot of money. Anyway, uh, t- Trump's going to be speaking, or uh, I'm sorry, tr- Trump. Biden's going to be speaking tonight. Um, White House Press Secretary Jean, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, in her daily briefing yesterday, just pointing her finger at Republicans for their dangerous rhetoric and pointing out that Joe Biden believes it's important to address this, you evil Republicans. Let me be very clear. It's not just Republican leadership. Obviously referring to Donald Trump. It's not just the that blanket, right? He's talking about an extreme portion, an extreme part of the party. Probably talking about you. Just gave a little preview of the president's speech, which is going on tonight, regarding the soul of democracy, warning of extreme Republicans. Get a load of this word salad. When you're supporting the an authoritarian figure, as we have seen, who is leading, currently leading, the former president, you know, and um saying and inciting the violence that you are or wanting to take our freedoms, you know we need to uh, to say something. Who's wanting to take your freedoms, I ask rhetorically. Now, the only thing that the left can point to is the the issue of abortion. And, you know, the Supreme Court basically said this is not a federal issue. It's a state issue. So to the extent someone's taking your right to an abortion away, it's your neighbor. Welcome to representative democracy. You put an issue on the on the ballot, people are going to vote on it. That is the at the heart of the whole thing. That people end up deciding. So that makes people an evil, right taking uh, extremist merely because they believe that life begins in the womb at conception or somewhere along that spectrum. Beyond that, who's taking your freedoms away? It's the left. 
on and on and over and over again. I, I spent two hours yesterday going through all the different ways California's taking freedoms away. Oh, and go ahead and laugh. I started out the program this morning. California's warning their citizens that they shouldn't charge their electric vehicles in peak hours. So after mandating that no internal combustion engines are going to be sold in California after 2035 and an already questionable strength electric grid, they're now pretty much acknowledging what the future of California is going to look like by telling you, no, you can't charge your EV or at least strongly encourage you not to. It'll start with a strong encouragement, and then if people don't toe the line and not run major appliances, including charging EVs during peak hours, then they're just going to shut it off. Also, warning about rolling blackouts. They've got a massive heat wave that's supposed to hit and last until next Tuesday. Uh, it's been observed over the multitude of years that we have been around this planet that there have been a multitude of heat waves. And in modern times, with modern uh, electricity being produced by fossil fuels, they never had this problem in California before. Now, with wind and solar and the, 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 the eradication of coal and uh, gas plants, now they have to warn you about peak usage. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, folks. It's like little Germany over there. At least Germany can point to Russia. Say, we're not, we're not responsible for this rationing or the price of energy quadrupling or actually tenfold of what it was a year ago. We can't handle that because we didn't know the Russians were going to invade Ukraine, that we would have to take a stance that might not be real popular among our people and shut off the gas that we become completely reliant on to run our entire country. Business and industry shutting down. People are going to freeze in the wintertime. People have been told to keep their thermostats up in the summertime, not use different things. I, it's just a, it's, it's a Charlie Foxtrot of their own creation. California going the same way, and they're already experiencing the problems that Germany's dealing with right now, unrelated to the invasion of Ukraine, but related to the choices they made regarding electricity generation. That crap insanity. And since we didn't hear from them at 5.30 this morning, let's turn to the phones. <laughs> When our phones weren't working, I went ahead and put the message in for him, but we'll get it from the horse's mouth. Tom, welcome to the show. <laughs> Happy Thursday to you. Yeah, good morning. I got a chance to step outside and uh, and make a call for something else. I figured I'd I'd check it out. Joe, Joe, is he uh, is he okay? Is he he, he's fine. Yes, he's fine. And no, no one should ever call nine one one because they can't get through. Jeez, Louise. No, it's Call nine one one maybe because Joe might be uh, experiencing some trauma or something like that. No, I see like him. He made it through. I, I can so. see his face on this computer screen. He looks like he's doing all right. Okay, well that's good. <laughs> Check his vitals, make sure everything. <laughs> yeah, we've established a signal. If he's having a grabber in there, he knows to make a certain hand sign to me. <laughs> a certain hand sign. Are we not phrasing anymore? <laughs> um. I, uh, you, yesterday, just, you you uh, you had some people calling in, and, and one guy was asking about um, it, it, asking whether or not it's intentional what the Democrats are doing with this whole uh, this stuff, especially out in California, and making it very difficult for employers to hire people. And and uh, yes, it's it's very much intentional. Yes, they are trying to create a dependent state. Uh, that's exactly what they're doing. It, it's not accidental. It's not oh we think this is going to work, and oh wait a minute, it's not. No, they know what's exactly what they're doing. That's why they're telling McDonald's that you have to pay $22 an hour to people to, uh, to what, get fries out of a fryer. I mean, look, I, I did that job when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, it's what you got to do. When I, was, I mean, I even did it when I was in my 30s for a second job. It's what you got to do sometimes. Yeah. It's okay. There's nothing, there's nothing debasing about it. It's just work. It is. I, you know, I, I appreciate the people at McDonald's. I went in there this weekend, and the ladies that are there at the McDonald's up at Coleraine, 
they're having to bust their butts because the people that should be there aren't showing up. They can't get people to show up, so they got to keep the doors locked, you know, and just let in the regulars or just let in a couple of people at a time. It's crazy. But it's all, it's all being done because the Democrats want everyone to depend on the government. They want everyone to, to come to them and, and, and get on the teeth and not have to worry about being responsible. It's all intentional. It's all on purpose. So don't vote Democrat. Thank you. Take care, Tom. Glad you're out there. Good to hear from you. 716, real quick here. Yeah, my first job was uh, IGA. I mean, I, I did grass cutting when I was uh, was was younger, but at eight, or, or Friday Eve, Thursday, if you choose. And uh, I'm going to get to this, uh, I guess, in the local stories. Joe, Joe just uh, provided me with a new post from Dan Hills, FOP president. Uh, but since I was talking about Joe Biden and the fascism allegations that are being levied, I wanted to get over to Dan Hanninger's op-ed because he really does a wonderful job talking about the two choices that we have. Joe Biden, former peacemaker, has become more than a little obsessed recently with something called MAGA, MAGA Republicans, a phrase the president evokes constantly. He's chosen Independence National Historic Park in Philadelphia to give a much hype speech today on MAGA and the, quote, continued battle for the soul of the nation, close quote. At a Democratic rally last week, he went deep into his MAGA well, likening it to semi-fascism. One has to admit, MAGA sounds weirdly sinister, like the old political joke about a candidate who rallied his opponent's or uh, railed that his opponent's sister was a well-known thespian. Well, Mr. Biden surely knows, or maybe he doesn't, that MAGA stands for Make America Great Again. And what's not to like about that other than the guy who's making money selling red MAGA hats? Liberty Weekend marks the push toward the midterm elections. Meanwhile, the Biden Justice Department is keeping the news stocked with pieces of the FBI's raid on Mar-a-Lago. Coincidence? I think not. We're in an election cycle, so on cue, the Democrats roll out the Donald J. Trump monolith to frighten the population. Mr. Trump himself never looks a gift horse in the mouth. Politicians go negative because negative works. The pity here is that this November's elections are indeed important because the first two years of Mr. Biden's presidency become consequential. Inflation, the number one issue on voters' minds now. But in 2020, the top issue was COVID-19 pandemic. Whichever candidate won will be responsible for reviving post-pandemic America by addressing the multiple disruptions to the country's economic and social life. Biden ran and won as a moderate. His presidency's policies have not been moderate. The Democratic Party's two leading moderates are Senators Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, who spent most of the past two years opposing Biden's policy goals, which quickly became contiguous with the party progressives. Mr. Biden ran against Senators Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Let's get in the semi-spirit of this semi-moment by suggesting that the Biden-Sanders-Warren Democrats now stand for semi-socialism. And that their method for putting much of their policy objectives in place is semi-authoritarianism, which its proponents simply call bypassing Congress. That would be the legislative branch that is the product of millions of individual votes. The Supreme Court's recent message in West Virginia versus EPA was that bypassing Congress can be, at least, unconstitutional. Another word in our politics that is supposed to invoke abhorrence is polarization as if it were only about the results of bloody-minded politicians but the policy initiatives of the biden presidency prove the two parties are far apart and the choices voters need to make about their future are increasingly stark the historians who told mr biden in march 2021 to go big like franklin roosevelt knew what they wanted a u.s economy actively directed by government rather than shaped by private economic choices that's just 
for the Biden White House addressing the country's immediate post-pandemic problems, high inflation, labor market disruption, supply chain impediments. Those are secondary concerns at best. Instead, they're implementing policies of an array of longer-term goals, such as health care, climate, education, and financial regulation. The new legislation will let Medicare introduce price controls on pharmaceuticals. The bill spends $369 billion to achieve far-in-the-future climate goals, primarily with tax credits for electric vehicles and federal subsidies for renewables. Some $80 billion for IRS enforcement will target the small and medium-sized businesses attempting to recover from the pandemic's government-ordered dislocations. As justification for Biden's massive student loan forgiveness order, the administration cited the fig leaf of a COVID emergency, though, in fact, this policy goal predates the pandemic. To reduce the suppressive effects of the of regulatory excess on primar- uh, private economic activity, the Trump administration introduced... One in, two out. Streamlining, where for every rule added, two had to be repealed. The Biden government rescinded that initiative. Despite the pain of higher costs for gasoline, home heating fuels, and indeed a historic energy-related crisis in Europe over Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the administration has implemented policies to eliminate the fossil fuel industry by banning pipeline construction and shutting in production leases. The scale of Biden's use of executive orders is unprecedented, making the issue of semi-authoritarianism authoritarianism, at least a talking point. The political left is, of its nature, recognizes no limits on public power. But other than war, world wars, it isn't clear the American people consider relentless benevolent statism to be inside this country's traditions, as Mr. Biden now enthusiastically believes. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on on the right, that's for Patriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. Congressional Republicans are losing ground in the polls, partly because of abortion, but largely because the party out of power has no public self-definition. Newt Gingrich, along with a visionary Republican rep- representative uh, Dick Armey, overcame that minority substance program before the 1994 midterms by issuing the contract with America. But an unexpected opportunity has emerged. Mr. Biden, by blurting out unscripted what he and many progressive Democrats believe that much of the country is now semi-fascist, has opened a door to debating whether his presidency is semi-socialist and whether that's where America wants to go.
And I pray to God that America doesn't want to go there. Thank you, Dan Henninger, for putting a great exclamation point on it. Wonderful columnist he is. 728 right now. Local stories coming up. And, of course, John Barrett at 740 to talk about the weekend. Stick around. I'll be right back. After mentioning USA Installations, premium phone for your house of the uh, Labor Day fireworks on the riverfront. Over to local stories. Sad. This is so sick and sad. We had a mother and a boyfriend pleading guilty yesterday to the death of her, the woman's five-month-old son, a little boy named Casey Sams. They also admitted abusing Casey's two-year-old brother. Prosecutors say December 22nd last year, since a police showed up to a 911 domestic violence call, found Casey unresponsive and the two-year-old brother severely malnourished. Along with evidence of abuse, Casey died five days later. 19-year-old Shakila Sams and 19-year-old Dante Ferrier initially indicted on charges including murder, but each pleaded guilty yesterday to manslaughter and child abuse cart charges. Judge Megan Shanahan, Hamilton County uh, Common Pleas Judge, sentenced Sams to 14 to 17 years in prison. Farrier sentenced to 11 to 16 years old or 16 years in prison. Casey died a traumatic brain injury, also suffered a dislocated neck. Doctors found additional evidence of abuse, including rib fractures, bruises on his scalp, and scarring on his leg. In addition to being malnourished, his two-year-old brother had evidence of recent and older injuries, as well as a lacerated pancreas, according to prosecutors. That's just sick. Be careful out there. Watch out for motorcycles and motorcyclists. Put a helmet on your head, please. $10 head, at least put a $10 bucket on. A person dead after a crash happened on I-75. It kept I-75 closed for several hours. Uh, early Wednesday evening, eastbound I-275 between 74 and Blue Rock. Dispatch said a crash involved a motorcycle and another vehicle. Coroner's office confirmed one person is dead. Interstate was closed around 4 p.m. and didn't reopen until close to 7, and it remains under investigation. Suspect in custody after a juvenile was hit by a vehicle this on Tuesday evening in Forest Park, according to Hamilton County Sheriff's Office. 36-year-old Anthony Clardy arrested after being questioned by the Glendale police, charged with leaving the scene of an accident resulting in serious injuries. They say he was traveling eastbound on Sharon Road just before 8 p.m. when he hit a juvenile who was crossing the street. Left the scene without stopping, according to the sheriff's office. The juvenile has not been identified, taken to Cincinnati Children's Medical Center, where they're in critical condition. Glendale police tracked clarity based on the vehicle description given by a witness, and after questioning, he was arrested by the sheriff's office. Juvenile's condition is currently unknown. Get some prayers out in that direction. 15-year-old child is going to spend at least one year in a treatment facility after pleading guilty to sexually assaulting an 11-year-old. This in October of last year. Sentenced to house arrest until he's dropped off at the Hamilton County Sheriff's Office on September 6th. That, according to Hamilton County Juvenile Court Judge Liz Ego. 15-year-old be going to the uh, facility in Bowling Green where he could be there for up to 18 months. Teen must stay away from the victim for four years in person and on social media. And if he sees the victim, he's got to walk away. After being released from the treatment facility, the teen's parents must complete the necessary paperwork or he's going over to Child Protective Services. 14 years old at the time, he and the victim were walking home together when the assault occurred around 9 p.m. on October 20th, according to police. They show a juvenile was arrested an hour after the incident. Decals, including precisely where it happened and the identity, of course, are being withheld because of the children's ages. Then 14-year-old violated two separate court orders prior to to his initial arrest. 735, 55 KC. Thank you, Joe Strecker. 
Stick around. We're going to have to talk about this weekend's events with the incomparable John Barrett, CEO, and I guess Grand Poobah, Western and Southern. He's a really good guy. We'll talk about that coming up next. First, I want to mention CME Pipelining and Sewer Repair because you want to have your sewer line. Hi, it's Brian Thomas here with the 55 KRC Morning Show. Welcoming into the studio the three-hat guy, John F. Barrett, Chairman, President, and CEO of Western and Southern Financial Group. Of course, sponsors of the world-famous WEBN Fireworks coming up this Labor Day weekend. John, great to have you in the studio, my friend. Uh, Brian, us... great to be. Brian, great to be here. Thanks so much. It's it's hard. I mean, every every event like this makes me feel so old because here we are talking about the 46th year for the EBN Fireworks, and I know you guys have been doing this, sponsoring it for at least a decade, and want to thank you for it. It's really put Cincinnati on the map, and of course puts Western and Southern on the map right with it. When you get a half a million people to really enjoy something pretty much together on the riverfront at that time of year, it's just special. It really is. I have to ask you, from what vantage point will you be viewing the fireworks? I'll be on top of one of the hotels. I won't tell you which one right no, now. I wouldn't want to do that because the paparazzi would <laughs> They'll all be just... there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to keep gotta keep the people at bay. No, we're going to... Uh, we're going to really enjoy it this year. I'm sure the weather will cooperate. It almost always does. It does. And this is a time where, believe it or not, a couple of years ago, we didn't tell anybody where where we were shooting the fireworks from. Our television audience was mammoth. I mean, it's like a third of all TVs turned on that night at 9 o'clock were watching the fireworks. That's pretty damn strong. It really is. And, you know... It's a testament to their popularity because when I think about watching fireworks on television, honestly, to me, that's like watching golf on television. It's like there's some disconnect there because you can't see the, exactly just how amazing they are. And Rosie's is at it again this year, right? They're, They've been with you since the beginning. You know, when you guys masterminded this 46 years ago as a celebration of summer, it was just uh, so exciting. And now it's turned into a big family event for lots of people. If you look at the river, there'll be several hundred boats tied up down there, and they'll probably yeah. start start of that weekend. It's just neat as can be. Everybody's having fun. And, you know, we all need to celebrate Cincinnati more than we do. We've got such a wonderful city. We, we really do. I Listen, nobody learns that more than people who moved away for a period of time and then moved back. I'm a prime example of that. I did not value Cincinnati as much as I do even to this day. I've been back from Chicago. We spent eight years in Chicago, and you come back and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe how great this place is. It's it's almost like you don't want to tell anyone. We've got everything from th- from events like this to the arts, sports, and it's affordable. You can actually get tickets to the events. You don't have to drive an hour and a half to get someplace. It's just one great reason after another to love city. Please tell somebody because we need more companies to move here. If we want to get our airport back to a really prime airport that it was 10 years ago, we need more corporate business in Cincinnati. It's very doable. We've got the best place to live possible. We had some people in from New York uh, last week. Their commutes were an hour and a half, an hour, all of them over 35 minutes, even if they live in the city, and they're commuting every day. And so, you know, we went around the table. We were like 6, 9, 15, and I think uh, 26 minutes was the longest commute. And these guys are like in disbelief, disbelief. And that's the thing that we offer. I understand working from home, especially if you got a 90-minute each-way commute. But when you're this close to your job, come on in and be part of the fun. Amen. And back to the fun, uh, the uh, Western and Southern WBN fireworks. It's more than just the fireworks. I know we always wax poetic about the great job that Rozzy's does, and that's the, the culmination of a whole day's worth of events. 
We've got music. We've got food. And it's family friendly. Absolutely. But this radio station, which is sponsored, pushed this for 46 years, probably doesn't take enough credit for what you guys have done to make this thing so special. And with all the stations iHeart has, you pump the heck out of it. And and people look forward to this like few other events every year. Yeah. Well, I'm, I hate giving WEBN credit since, you know, <laughs> they don't talk politics like I do every day. But it is part of the iHeart family. And we are very, very proud to have them in the family and certainly proud of this wonderful event. And thank you specifically to Western and Southern for joining in the fun and sponsoring it. It takes sponsors like Western and Southern. Events like this just don't happen. Thanks, Brian. We're lucky that Cincinnati's our home. And uh, we really are lucky. And I think the fireworks just another nice way of culminating an end of a great summer and saying thanks, everybody, for all you do. Well, thank you, John Barrett, Chairman, President, CEO of Western and Southern, for participating and for your sponsorship. It's been a real pleasure having you in studio talking with you today. And we'll see you at the fireworks. Coming up on 750 at 55Care City Talk Station, Friday Eve. Four-day weekend for me. I've been reminding folks all morning. I'm going to be taking tomorrow Monday off and get Kevin Gordon tomorrow. Dan Carroll on Monday. And Dan and uh, Kevin, appreciate you guys filling in when I'm taking my mental health, mental health days or holidays, as the case may be. So i got one of those, uh, one of each, Friday and Monday. Phone number here if you'd like to call. Feel free, 749-5500, 800-823-TALK, pound 550 on AT&T phone. We're going to get to iHeartMedia aviation expert Jay Ratliff coming up at 830 had a couple of seemingly rather funny stories based upon his description of them. <laughs> I always enjoy going through those stories with Jay. And uh, remember when you can't listen live, pull up the podcast, 55krc.com. Listen to Judge Napolitano from yesterday with some bad news. Paul Manafort's got a new book, Political Prisoner. I really enjoyed talking to Paul. And, of course, the information about Patriot Boot Camp. It may not be too late to sign up for that if you're a veteran got some great, great opportunities in the business world out there, but they can also use mentors. So if you're a professional in the business world with a lot of experience, you want to be a mentor to one of these young veteran, um, you know, future businessmen or women or persons, <laughs> going to go down that that road. Uh, get the information right there at 55krc.com. Uh, and thanks, Joe, for, as always, continually updating the page, the blog page at 55krc.com. Already Tech Fridays up there. Sponsored by Interest IT, we had Dave on uh, for Tech Thursday this morning since he'll be off tomorrow. So get the notes and the information at 55krc.com. Uh, and, and and it's just awful news. I hate to have to you know, let you know about this one. Um, Lachlan schools apparently are uh, now shut down. The reason is a sad one. Lachlan schools are now going to be closed today due to a threat of violence. This on their Facebook post from just this morning. Students reported the threat to teachers and administrators. Lachlan police are investigating. Fox 19 reporting on this this morning and appreciate them doing that. A threat of violence is what the, this is the post. A threat of violence toward the school has been brought to our attention. I've been in close communication with the Lachlan Police Department. and We are currently working collaboratively to investigate the matter further based on the preliminary information. That we now have, we made the decision to close the school tomorrow. This is today, of course, the Facebook post was from yesterday. Out of an abundance of caution and in an effort to keep everyone safe, this will allow us the time we need to further investigate the matter and determine the credibility of the threat. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. It went on. No one wants to close the school for today. However, the decision to keep everyone safe as possible was an easy decision to make. I want to thank the students that reached out directly to the teachers and administrators when they learned of the threat. This is exactly what we train everyone in Lachlan schools to do. If you see or hear something, say something. Appreciate that those that did that tonight. This is what keeps everyone safe as possible in our schools, and thank you for your understanding on this matter. Now, as of right now, Lachlan Police didn't have any comment, um, so we'll let you know what happens, and once we get to the bottom of it, I presume more reporting will follow up on the details on that, but um, that's really sad. And another sad news, uh, Dan Hills, FOP president, reporting on this, and I believe this is Colorado, but God bless the police officers of the world. Uh, Apparently today, a Richmond police officer named Sierra Burton is going to be removed from life life support. The Richmond Police Department talking about this. Uh, Sierra will live on and continue to be a hero with her selfless gift of organ donation. Officer Burton will continue to serve others long after her passing. Final arrangements for Officer Burton are going to be released in the coming days. That in a press release from the Richmond Police. She responded on August 10th to assist other officers with a traffic stop. She stopped a man riding a moped and used her canine partner, Brev, to conduct an open-air sniff. Brev alerted to the possible presence of narcotics. While officers were talking with the suspect, the driver of the moped opened fire, hitting Officer Burton. She's a 2012 graduate of Northeastern High School in Fountain City, a four-year veteran of the Richmond Police Department. Jeez. According to fifth-grade Teacher, Sarah Moore, who was in her class, I'm not surprised Sierra was in law enforcement. She was a sweet little girl who always had a smile. She was a great friend of others and could always hold her own. She recently became a canine handler for the department. Her and her canine trained at uh, Von Lynch Kennels in Denver. First female canine handler in the city's history. She had a fiancé, too. They were scheduled to be married August 19th. And, of course, since she was shot and in the hospital, that did not happen. They marked the day by wearing a wedding dress to visit Burton in the hospital. Neil did. <sighs> Police department said her family wanted to include the community in sharing the information. They thanked the community for the outpouring of support and asked that they respect their privacy at this particular time. Another brave officer shot in the line of duty. Pointless, senseless, 
And here we as a society, or at least certain segments of the society, want to demonize them for the work they do out there trying to protect the general public, responding to crime, narcotics issues, senselessly gunned down. I recommend uh, thoughts and prayers for that officer. And God bless the men and women of law enforcement in the greater Cincinnati, in the tri-state area, and all across this great land of ours. Without them, society tends to fall apart if you haven't noticed. 755, 55 KRC, the talk station. Got more to talk about up top of the hour news. Your phone calls are welcome. And, of course, iHeartMedia aviation expert Jay Ratliff at 830. I'll be right back. The latest news, traffic, and weather. 55 KRC, the talk station. Hope you're having a very happy Friday Eve. Oh, speaking of that, uh, the late police officer to be removed from light support, uh, Sierra Burton, in the last segment. I misidentified the state. There was no reporting with regard to where it happened. It just said Richmond. That was Richmond, Indiana. Um, and I went back because uh, I got Jeff on the line here. 749-5500, 800-823-TALK. And he had asked me if they got the guy. So I went back to the original reporting from uh, August on this one, <clears throat> August 19th specifically. Um she was assisting other officers at the traffic stop in, in Richmond, Richmond Police Narcotics Unit, conducting an operation. They saw this Philip Lee. He is the perp, 47-year-old. Now he's a murderer. Stopped at a detached garage, believed a drug transaction was happening. Lee's moped was stopped by officers, and Burton was called to the scene with her canine, as I mentioned in the last segment. Did the open-air sniff. The dog was uh, went on point or reacted in a way they believed that there was narcotics there. It's all on video, on, on officer video camera. While the officers were speaking with this Lee scumbag, he pulled out a concealed firearm and shot several rounds toward the officers. Documents claim the video of the incident shows Lee aiming at the officer's head and facial areas. Burton struck by the gunfire, an officer next to her nearly shot in the head. They returned fire. Lee shot at them as he ran away. One witness said she heard dozens of gunshots in the area, saw a female officer and another man who apparently had been shot, both taken away in ambulances. And, of course, we know the outcome on that one. She was just removed from life, life support. And thank God she was an organ donor. Someone is going to get the benefit of this absolute tragedy. So there is at least some positive the thing that went on in this. But, you know, this is what you face every day when you're a police officer. The, the possibility of this can happen. He just pulls out a concealed gun and opens fire out of nowhere. Someone said that they, you know, witnesses, there was no way she didn't stand a chance. He was so close to her. Anyway, let's get to Jeff and see what Jeff's got this morning. Jeff, thanks for calling this morning and a happy Thursday to you, notwithstanding the subject matter. Good morning, Brian. As always, you and your true patriots, buddy. Appreciate that, my friend. I sure do. Um, I just want to let people know, and I know you've done it for years, uh, police officers are have a really, really, really tough job. And I have met some of the best people in the world, whether they be white, black, Latino, Asian, whatever, they're all in the blue, and they never, ever want to pull their guns. They never, ever want to harm anyone whatsoever. And yet they do one of the hardest jobs in the world. And it just boggles my mind that anyone thinks that just because one person has done something wrong in an organization of tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, that most of the almost 99.9% of those people aren't there to protect and to serve you. I mean, 
when the gun's fire happens, they run towards the gunfire, not away from it. Yeah. And if they're if they sacrifice their lives like this wonderful officer did, I mean it's it's to protect you and me and for people to sit there and have the gall to say that police officers are evil, I'd like to see them meet some of these officers and walk with them for a mo- for a minimum of a week and yeah. say the same thing. Yeah, do a ride along. Because it's not. It's yeah. not. I mean, I remember one officer coming to my place of work and just put his head head down in his hand and his head in his hand and he's just totally destroyed and all I asked him is what's going on and he told me I had to put someone down today and I don't even know if he ever returned he was so broken up yep. and yet oh no they're just out to kill people I mean it's just oh it's just Oh, it just angers me so much. It, it, I mean, it, it does as well for me. And, you know, as everybody who listens for a while knows anyway, my sister uh, retired from the Cincinnati Police Department after more than 25 years of service. And let me tell you, the stories that she told me over the years, being spit at, being cursed at, called names on a vir- virtually a daily basis. Um, one officer during this whole anti-police rhetoric nonsense that went on over the last couple of years couldn't even wear her uniform in her own neighborhood while going to work. She had a, she had a uniform oh up God. at the district when she got there because of the attitude of, of, of the neighborhood, generally speaking. It was in, uh, they lived in over the ride. Um, not that that matters, but you know, if you, the area you're actually patrolling for your job, you can't wear your uniform in the neighborhood. Doesn't that sound bizarre? And let me tell you about special crimes, special crimes. When you are an officer that has to deal with the horror, the absolute horror of dealing with children who have been abused. And that is your job to find molesters and pedophiles and people who videotape children and having sex. That that's that wears on you. I I tell you what, you know, I, I witnessed what it did to my sister. The emotional toll it took on her during that period of time was just unbelievable. And yet they go back in day sure. in and day out, knowing they're going to face the same toil and the same psychological problems. And notwithstanding the fact that, you know, you, you're basically going into a war zone, or at least you have to anticipate that almost every day. If some idiot's going to pull out a gun and start shooting at you, uh, it's it, it's an overwhelming right. responsibility. And it's an overwhelming psychological burden that they all weigh, uh, bear. So, you know, Damn. I, I'm, go ahead. I'm just surprised that they quickly forgot how many officers ran into the buildings of 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Fifth Third Bank here locally. Uh, or any right. other situation. You get SWAT teams that have to deal with active fire, right. g- gunmen all the time shooting at them. You know, Sonny Kim, right. the, the beloved Sonny Kim and the way he was gunned down. What a beautiful man that was. Right. You know, that that broke the heart of the entire police department. Apparently, that guy was without fault. He did not want to be promoted up within the ranks. He enjoyed his time as a frontline police officer. He was there helping to serve the community. It was his life's work. It was his career choice to help a community. And the, and, and, and the thanks he got was getting gunned down on the job. I, the... I, Jeff, I, I hear the emotion in your voice, and I share it, not just from having to read this most recent development and from Richmond, Indiana, but also from the stories from my sister and all the other stories we've had to, you know, we have had to deal with over the years about the same kind of thing happening. 
and then to just witness one. And it's, you know, I don't mind people on the streets screaming about the, you know, the violence inherent in the system or the racism inherent in the system. That's fine. But when the public officials pile on and they start, you know, withdrawing funding and start talking about eradicating police departments because of the inherent racism that exists within, they're the ones that are the bigger problem. They perpetuate this myth. They buy into this because of these loud, squeaky wheels screaming in their ears about all the inherent problems in the system. And then they go ahead and they and and their voice, their quote unquote respected voice amplifies the loud voices on the street and it legitimizes it to to a large degree. Oh, well, I wasn't paying attention to the protesters. I thought they were all a bunch of bat crap insane people, but wow, my my mayor is saying the same thing or my governor is saying the same thing or you know, fill in the blank. That's where the real right. problem lies. And they, and they have the gall to now start going back on that. Yeah. Well, you know what happens when the rest of the world wakes up to the stupidity of your argument? You change your tune, don't you? Right. You they lose. Be a, held accountable, though. Well, hopefully, yeah. they'll be held accountable at the polls. That's the the one place where you <laughs> and I still great. have some power. So get out and vote. Don't let the other guys decide who that's going to be. Whether it's a prosecutor, a judge, a mayor. If they're not on the right side of the police ledger, then you need to get them out of office and. Alex Trantafilo's out there somewhere, so I'll go gopjudges.com so we can have some tough-on-crime judges because we have a tough-on-crime prosecutor here. At least we're lucky enough to have one of those. Jeff, God bless you, man. Thank you so much. I look forward to hearing from you again. 749-5500-800-823-TALK, pound 550 on AT&T phone. It's 815 here, 55 Care C, the talk station. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. And it is time for me to mention Odor Exit. Talk station. 819. Here at 55 KRC, the talk station Friday Eve. Good question. I, I have a meme friend. Uh, I have my favorite meme friend on Facebook, Eric. He's not in today. He's out of town. I know that because for whatever reason, he posts on Facebook when he's flying out of town. Something I would never do. Eric, if you're out there listening, stop doing that. People know you're out of town. It's, it's like the sad, twisted so-and-so's FCC non-compliant word. 
that would break into your home when you are attending a loved one's funeral. Yeah, there's some things you should probably let people know and others that maybe you shouldn't. So I'm going to be spending a long weekend at home, mind you. Yeah, taking care of uh, little Liam and my wife's going to be visiting her mother-in-law or her mother. And uh, so I got a week, great weekend plan. Anyway, um, question. This is a great one. My other meme friend, which led, me, led my comments here, uh, Andrew, neighbor, a neighbor of mine, he's a retired military. He was in PSYOPs, so he has a certain view of what's going on in the world, perhaps that's a little bit different than the way you or I might take anything. Um, he was commenting, he has multiple, multiple comments and memes uh, in connection with the Department of Justice's uh, kicking in the door of Joe Biden's home. The posting of the photographs, which are a bit, is a bit controversial, did the FBI leak any pictures uh, to the New York Times of their Epstein Island raid? Right, that would be no. And going back to Epstein, you know, isn't it interesting, given all of the allegations swirling about that pedophile's life and all the people he hung out with and the, the, the people with whom he rubbed shoulders, that nothing has ever become of that? His mysterious death in the prison. Whoops, the video cameras just happened to be turned off uh, at the time the guy hung himself. You know, fine, he hung himself. Maybe he didn't, but it certainly leaves you a lot of room to speculate. But nothing ever became of all the evidence they gathered, and by all accounts, quite a bit of evidence was gathered. Hmm. I guess they, they're prioritizing things. And Justice Department announced yesterday that it was going to be waiting until after the midterm elections to reveal whether or not they're going to bring charges against Donald Trump. And if you listen to Napolitano yesterday, and I know it struck people as, oh, it's just be the judge, you know, he doesn't like Donald Trump. But we went through that. He just was analyzing the law, and he, he again used the word grave, and I didn't call him out on it because he's used that word before in conversations about all these different investigations, the Russian collusion investigation that never was, the Ukraine investigation, which was really just pointing at Donald Trump for something that Joe Biden actually did, that he had used the word grave and prior issues that cropped up along that historical timeline. And yesterday he used the word grave insofar as his prediction that Donald Trump will ultimately be indicted for having these specific types of documents, documents that might reveal who our spies are out in the world and maybe result in their death. So I got my popcorn out. I'm waiting for the, the facts to come out. But why might the Justice Department wait until after the midterm elections to figure to determine whether or not they're going to bring charges against Trump? Well, the agency cited what they called a standing policy which bars disclosures which could impact elections. Which maybe means they think that any charges would help Republicans since the agency has no problem with interfering with elections when it helps their preferred candidates. Or alternatively, I came up with this other theory. Maybe they're doing this and holding off, not because they think it might provide the Republicans with an advantage, but because they didn't. And in fact, they actively covered up the Hunter Biden laptop. Actively covered it up. They went to Zuckerberg over at Facebook, said there's going to be some Russian collusion hitting the fan. And they didn't, well, according to Zuckerberg, they didn't specifically tell him it was Hunter Biden's laptop. But at the same time, they're over there pestering Facebook to keep this uh, quiet and keep it at bay and not circulate the New York Post article documenting what was on the Hunter Biden laptop and how they came into it, how it came into their possession, basically confirming that it wasn't Russian propaganda, that it was in fact real. Don't report on that. It might impact the election. A lot of people think that it would have impacted the election to Donald Trump's benefit. 
but we can't go investigating, releasing information about things in advance of elections because it might impact them. So we're going to sit on, we, that's why we sat on the Hunter Biden stuff. I'm sure that's going to be the response from them. At least it may be. And now they can use this particular holding off about Donald Trump until after the election to say, we'll see, this is our policy. Just a thought. Let's see what John's got in more, uh, this morning before we get to iHeartMedia aviation expert Jay Ratliff in the next section. John, welcome to the show. Happy Thursday. Oh, thank you. I had a quick call about something I've been aggravated about for about the last three or four years, uh, about the Chinese uh, shenanigans I guess they have over in the Western Pacific and the Eastern Pacific in their point of view. Uh, I've been watching them do that. I kind of believe in the, the future is history. What's happened in the past will happen again. Yeah. Look, Looks to me like they're doing the same thing the Japanese did in the 1930s. They're building up a major fleet and a powerful fleet. Well, oh, yeah. Biggest. Yeah. Now they've got a, and, they're building a port in Cambodia to take care of the Indonesia and also the uh, access to the Indian Ocean on the western side of Australia. They have a tremendous amount of influence. I just saw a map this morning of all the debt that China holds. You should see Africa. They've been making inroads in the entire continent for years and years and years. Maybe something that we probably maybe should have paid a little closer attention to, but um, Africa, as well as all in the uh, in the South China Sea area, they're building their own islands in the South China Sea. John, it's crazy when you see them, air bases, and you think, well, why would they build their own islands? You know, ah, yeah, maybe they're planning for the future. That's the thing about China; they look down the road, 20, 40, 50 years. They have decades-long plans. These are like the communists; they never give up. They're always working to achieve their goal. They they never declare victory. They just continue their laborious effort to achieve their version of nirvana, and it won't stop until they're done. Yeah, the Chinese are planning ahead. And I just have to point out, it's not a rhetorical question, but where do they get the money to fund their ever-expanding military and their desires for basically global domination? Right, us. Us and the rest of the world who happily traded with people who had a profoundly uh, offensive you know, regime, dictatorial, they're abusive, they, they are abusive to their citizens, and they're even more abusive to the people that they disagree with, like people who have religious inclinations. Christians, Uyghurs, for example, they enslave them, they imprison them, they use them for slave labor, and just generally kill them. Yeah, that's us working with that particular regime. And I'm just, I remember the Soviet Union, and we didn't trade with the Soviets because they were communists and they wanted to take over the world. That was one of the predicates for getting into Vietnam. We don't want the Reds to, you know, take over yet another country. We lost 54,000 plus American lives in that conflict to keep the commies out. And here we go, embracing them by supporting everything they do with our literally unlimited trade. 826 55 City Talk Station. Thanks, John, for the call. Stick around. Have- 830 on a Friday Eve. Regular listeners know it is time for iHeartMedia aviation expert Jay Ratliff, who also is an unbelievably talented and extraordinarily st- extraordinary stock trader as well. We talk about stocks every once in a while. Jay Ratliff, welcome back to the program. I hope you and your family are well. Very well. Good morning. I, I brought up stocks again. I really wasn't going to do it, but I just see the market tanking and uh, uh, just wanted to kind of gauge your reaction if this is going to continue the downward slide. Uh, I know the housing uh, market is starting to to tank, and it looks like that might go belly up. And we've got a lot of bad news in the uh, in the news, generally speaking, but it's had a tremendous impact on the markets of late. So I just kind of wanted to touch base with you on that before we dive into the aviation talk topics. 
Sure. Well, I mean, a lot of this, Brian, has to do with worries over the, the Fed rate hikes. Uh, we, we've had three consecutive sessions where we've seen this week the, the markets drop a bit, and it, it comes down to the Federal Reserve. Uh, when we had the, uh, the what the ADP came out yesterday with the private payroll numbers, they grew by 132,000 in July. They were expecting 300,000 jobs added, and that's because companies are saying, look, we're going to slow the pace of hiring uh, because we're worried about an economic slowdown. And, of course, tomorrow we have at 8.30 the schedule for the uh, jobs report from the government where we're going to be looking at, I think they were the consensus last I checked, and this may be off, was like 300,000 jobs. And if that is exceeded as it was last month, then the problem is we're worried about, okay, is the Fed going to adopt a, an overly aggressive approach to try to stay ahead of inflation? Because remember, they're trying to walk that uh, tightrope of trying to stay ahead of inflation but not do too much to push us into a recession. So it's it can be interesting. And, of course, September since 1945 is the worst performing month of all 12. In fact, it's September and February that are the two that just absolutely stink from a performance standpoint. So investors are very aware of the historical references uh, as we move into things, and they're thinking, oh, it's going to be uh, interesting to see. And, of course, there was a report beginning of the week that uh, Americans are retiring on average four years later than they used to compared to 30 years ago. So, Brian, I guess everybody loves their job so much they're sticking around for an extra four years. What do you think? <laughs> Maybe they didn't plan, no, for, probably not. Didn't probably plan for retirement, not. right? Well, yeah, but, yeah. this inflation, though, it's a supply-based thing, and I don't see the supply issues because, you know, if there's limited supply for more, for whatever reason, oh, like, let's say, a war between Russia and Ukraine, which shuts down mm-hmm. Germany's economy, if you want something German, the number of hours factories are operating, producing the, the German widget you want to buy, those widget production numbers are going to be lower, and therefore, if demand remains the same, the price is going to go up, period, end of story. Unless we solve the energy crisis we're facing, we're never going to solve supply problems. Oh, no. And it's one of the many things right now that are challenges facing the country. And it's really unfortunate for us that we don't have the adequate leadership, sometimes on both sides of the aisle, to really address a lot of these problems. Because, look, you look at any presidential debate, the talking points are the same thing every for the last 20, 30 years. Yeah. Let's control the debt. Let's do this. It's just a bunch of talking baloney that is all just based for sound bites and instead of really getting in there and getting the job done and it's unfortunate and right now coming out of that pandemic the the question is where are things going to go because we really don't have the historical reference to to think okay where do we go from here so many unknowns and investors hate unknowns and when you're moving forward that's one of the reasons that yes uh, i like to you know, flip the stocks as I do to limit the amount of time my money's in the market because long term it could go in so many different directions. It's just a bit unsettling. Yeah, and I appreciate your philosophy, which make money while I'm talking to Brian Thomas on Thursdays and get the hell well, out. I am trying to spend more time. <laughs> if I do glance over my shoulder and see something, I was I think I was being interviewed by a Dallas station earlier this week, and there was a stock that was moving. And I mean, it was seven, eight hundred dollars, whatever it was. But from the time that we started the interview to the time we ended it, yeah, it was about eight hundred dollars made with one stock. I held it for about four and a half minutes. So, 
Yeah, it's not that I'm I'm not paying attention, but you know if I see something moving, no, I can I can do two things at one time. I know you're a multitasker, and I'm not accusing you of not paying attention. It would be obvious if you weren't, because we wouldn't be able to engage in the conversations we have. I just get <laughs> the biggest kick out of it. Exactly. A, a lot of days though, and he'll do this to me, folks. When we're done, I'll get an email from Jay, and it'll say I made you know X thousand dollars or whatever. I mean, you got a whole day's wage done in about five ten minutes worth of conversation. You kick back and just enjoy the balance of your day and not have to work. About it, the rest of us well, slobs are putting in eight-hour days. But yeah, in the old days when it's just me training, that's exactly it. I'd close shop and go do something else with the rest of my day. It's nice when you can can own the day like that and just. Uh, I mean, life's too short, Brian. I mean, it's just you know, yeah. and I hate corporate America because of the way that I see so many of these businesses that run their their businesses into the ground through a lot of stupid, just asinine decisions. And then who pays the price? The retirees. And I've never been a union guy, ever. I've always been management, management, management. But when I see the way that some of these retirees are treated, it's criminal. I just hate to see it. That's why I encourage everybody to have a plan B. Mine was stocks, but, I mean, whatever it is, uh, if it's somebody that's at the flea market selling things that they, they make, I mean, whatever that plan B is, I love it because that means that we can have that little bit of independence that, you know, gets us away from depending on somebody else to, to you know, to, to pay the bills or chart our future, whatever might happen to be. Amen to that. Hold on, Jay. We're going to continue. We'll actually dive into aviation issues when we get back. I want to mention Bond Furniture because... You ever been in a cockpit before? Coming up at 841, 55 City Talk Station. Of course, I heard me aviation expert Jay Ratliff on the program, and now we're going to pivot over to aviation issues. Shocking that one. Um, I saw this, and I'll just begin the, um, uh, the this this particular story that you're going to let my listeners know about by saying, "Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Otherwise, everyone's going to cheer when you get kicked off an airplane." Jay. <laughs> yeah, this was a Jetstar flight. It was going from Thailand to Sydney, and they were in the process of boarding when an altercation began over a window seat. Apparently, a woman that was not assigned the seat uh, took it. And that's when the war, uh, war of words began. In fact, the argument, Brian, grew so intense that the woman who caused the uproar was actually escorted off the flight. And people broke out in cheers. You know, she was left off, and she didn't like that and spun and went after some other passengers verbally and finally was escorted off the flight. So the good news is that she was escorted off the flight. The bad news is any checked luggage that that woman has has to be located and removed from the flight before it can be dispatched. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Sherry and I were on a American Airlines flight from uh, Kennedy to uh, Barcelona, Spain. A man gets in an altercation with the flight attendant, and the captain kicks him off the plane. took us 90 minutes before we could leave because oh. the man's bags had to be removed. And wouldn't you know it, a thunderstorm had just rolled in after that. They kept us on the ground and on the tarmac, trapped in the plane for about three hours. So that man was a very popular individual. But well, when you have one person that can inconvenience that many people, and in this situation, it was a nine-hour flight, about eight hours and 50-minute flight from uh, Thailand to Sydney. It delays everybody on that flight. It delays everybody on the next flight as far as the next segment and all the downline cities. So it just it really is frustrating when you have one person that can just ruin it for everyone else. And for no justifiable reason. You don't have a window seat, damn it. If someone comes and claims their seat and insists that they want their assigned seat, you get up and move. What what possible right could she think she's entitled to disrupt everybody's lives because she is ignoring what her ticket says? I mean, it's just well, preposterous. 
not like you can plan that stuff in advance, right? So, I mean, come uh-huh. on. It's, I, it just, I don't know. It's, well, wait know, a when second. people say, I don't know, you know, the best seat or where my seat is, I tell them go to SeatGuru, G-U-R-U.com. SeatGuru.com is a free website. You put in your airline flight number, and boom, up comes this color-coded chart that shows you exactly where your seat is at. Also, it's color-coded to show you the better seats because some of them, like the row, row before the exit row, don't recline, and, and others have issues. Plus, if you're wondering if uh, the seat that you're flying in has power where you can plug in your uh, electronics, huh. that is a great website to use at SeatGuru.com. Well, let's go back to the whole issue of having to move the baggage from the airplane. Is there anything other than the removed passengers' convenience that they're serving? Is there some sort of underlying safety issue that requires them? Is that what it is? Because I would say— It's a security issue. Let's say I'm a terrorist. I don't want to be on the plane. I'm going to cause a disruption, so I get off hoping my bags remain. Okay. I, I was hoping it wasn't. It was. It was something beyond just getting her bags for her because I would say. Oh no! Such it, it has nothing to do with customer service. It has to do with security of the aircraft. Okay. Now we turn to the Southwest, where a captain had to deal with the sending <laughs> of nude pictures. <sighs> what? Yeah, it's called cyber flashing, and I had to look that up because I had no clue what that was. Thankfully, but uh, this is when you airdrop nude uh, pictures to strangers. What, what, and what, uh, air, it was air, on a recent. Airdrop? Mm-hmm. That's in Airdrop. caps. Is that a, is that an app or something? I had to look that one up too. Yes. So, see, I'm just not the technical kind of guy. I mean, I can I, make a lot of money trading stocks, but some of the cyber flashing uh, airdrops, okay. I don't know any of this stuff. But Joe said it's an I, was, it's an iPhone thing. So I don't have an iPhone, and of course, I thank ignore, you, Joe. Yeah, I, I that, ignore that, tech as, as much as I possibly <laughs> can, anyway. But go ahead. I, I, I can relate. So this Southwest flight was uh, preparing. It was taxiing for takeoff when this airdropping was the cyber flashing was taking place and uh, the situation was brought up to the uh, to the captain so what ends up taking place is the captain comes out over the intercom and says and I love the way he worded this cuz he's my kind of guy whatever that airdrop thing is quit sending naked pictures and let's uh, you know, get yourselves to Cabo which is where they were headed it's kind of like the dad turning to the kids don't make me turn this car around <laughs> And when you listen to the audio as people captured it, it's gone viral. The tone was there, and it was good enough that, uh, yeah, the antics stopped, and the plane continued without incident. But, yeah, when, when I saw this story starting to, to go viral, I'm like, okay, A, what's airdrop? B, what's cyber flashing? And, uh, yeah, that's what happened. It's not the first time, and we've had states that have looked at even outlawing cyber flashing and different types of things. So it's, so you know— I guess I, I'm intrigued what? by the stupidity of all this. You, you can actually you send a picture of yourself naked to some stranger. Is that is that what's and, happening? And they have the option of whether or not to retrieve and review that. Apparently, yeah. Oh wow. So, yeah, and, and my apologies to everyone who airdrops on a normal basis and wonders what you know cave I've been hiding in, and I don't know this stuff. But yeah, it, it's out there. You're in good and, company, and a, Jay. <laughs> Well, that's a, but see, and we also have the things where you know, people will nickname their hotspot on their phone, like Jihad Terrorist. Oh, that's so when great. you're on a plane going through those and that's spotted, of course, that brings everything to a halt as they figure out who in the world's hotspot on their phone happens to have that. So for some reason, it just aviation and things tend to bring out some rather weird behavior from people. And uh, unfortunately, it can impact. Uh, other people's travel. Now, fortunately, in the situation here with Southwest, 
uh, the captain, you know, took control of the situation, made it clear that it was going to stop. Because he said, look, we'll go back to the gate. We'll get security involved. We'll take everyone off this airplane, and vacation's over. And it, it was enough that people understood this guy is serious. And uh, whoever was doing it stopped, at least we hope. And uh, the flight was able to continue on to its destination. But yeah, it's all fun and everything until you realize, man, there's some serious situations here, which is why when Sherry and I are flying, if somebody starts acting up on a plane, I'm thinking, oh, God, please be quiet. Yep. Sit down. I don't want to end up in you know, Omaha, Nebraska, as we're trying to head to the West Coast because of uh, somebody acting up. So, you know. It, it, it happens, and unfortunately, sometimes people think we're making this stuff up, and nope, it's all true because you can never really uh, underestimate what people are capable of when they're on board aircraft. Well, it sounds to me like the modern version of the guy that has no clothes on with just a raincoat walking around, you know, exposing himself to random people on the street. Why? I don't know. I have never understood that, but... Sending nudie and pictures. That's good you and I don't understand that. That means we don't understand that line of thinking, right? And that makes me feel good. Well, exactly. You're sane. Anybody who yeah, do I don't that want is to have to understand insane. that because that means, yeah, no. I, Lord Almighty. It, it is, and it's uh, it, one of the other challenges that we face in the industry. And, and of course, Brian, there was a, a very sad story that uh, I don't have much of the details on yet. That there was a, a an agent, I believe, in Kansas City, ramp agent, that lost her life. Uh, where her hair apparently got caught in some ground equipment, oh. and she she was killed. So it's uh, the, the investigation's continuing on that. And one of the things I know on the ramp is that there's such pressure to get the airplanes dispatched on time that, I mean, you're you're doing things. And I always used to tell my agents, slow down, uh, don't run, make sure that you know. And a lot of times we would work in teams so that if anything were to happen, you've got somebody there to assist you. And, and when I saw this initial report. I thought, is this one of those places where you normally have two people working and the shortage of employees prevented that from taking place and you had somebody trying to do too much? And, uh, of course, the report will be you know, filed as the investigation continues. It was a frontier flight that was uh, canceled uh, after the tragedy took mm -hmm. place. But, uh, you know, th those things happen. So that's one of the reasons that you don't want to get too bent out of shape if things don't happen as, as they normally do because, look, the, the reduced number of employees that are out there are doing the very best they can. And they've really done a decent job through the summer, even though we've had all the cancellations and the delays and things. Uh, the TSA, the airline agents that are on the ground trying to make it happen, uh, they have done an incredible job this year. And I hope they get more people added to the ranks so that when the winter gets here and we have winter ops issues, you can't dodge that with a limited number of people. It's going to be toast if we don't see either a great number of flights canceled or many more people hired to get prepared for what's coming. Scott Kirby, the CEO from uh, United, said that we could be looking at 2024 before things return to normal. He also said something quickly, Brian, this week I think you would find take issue with. He said some of the delays this summer – are not the airline's fault. It has to do with the, the Federal Aviation Administration, and he was very disappointed in the lack of government support. Oh, Lord. And I thought, did we give you $54 billion, 54 billion? in government support? <laughs> I, I, I knew that Touché. that would get you going. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, I about spit my coffee out when I read that. What, like, what are you talking throttle about? Throttle somebody who utters those words. That's ridiculous. The American taxpayer gave him $54 billion. Oh, and let me recommend to people who are agitated on flights, get some Xanax, for God's sake. Mellow out and leave people alone. Anyhow, mm -hmm. as we and when all you complain, go 
go to dot.gov. I've received several messages this morning, email from people saying, Jay, how do we complain? Don't go to the airline. Go to dot.gov. The top, uh, there's a little search box. Type in airline complaint. Boom. Up, a very easy to Excellent. fill out complaint form uh, is there for you to use. Thank you for that information as well, as long as along with Seeker. All right, as we always do, we'll end on hub delays. How are the, uh, the, the conditions out there for people flying today? We're having a, having a good week. Tampa and Miami could give us some headaches 30 minutes or less. Rest of the country in, in outstanding shape today. So hopefully as we go through what is the end of the summer travel season for Labor Day, this good weather will continue so we can see a, a lot of on-time flights, again, as long as the airlines do their job. Jay Ratliff, always a pleasure talking with you until next Thursday. The best of health to you and your family, and have a wonderful uh, holiday weekend. You too, my friend. Thank you. Take care, my friend. Save 51, 55 Care City Talk Station. I can mention Suzette Lowe's camp at Union Bank because you need to know her. And talk- Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lowe. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.